Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. What's good, Kickback family? Hopefully you guys are having a great time. I wasn't here with y'all last week, but your boy is Bizak. You know, life be life sometimes, and work sometimes get in the way of play, um, and you dealt the cards that you have in your hand, and you got to learn how to play them. You got to know how to hold them. You got to know how to fold them. And you got to know how to walk away. Mm. If I were to tell you guys my temp check today, I would say somewhere in the 80s. I don't got a specific number. I don't even got a range outside of in the 80s. It ain't too, too hot like in the 90s or scorching, but it ain't necessarily cold though there's a lot of craziness and a lot of madness in this lovely thing called um, the world or the earth that we live on. But that's how I'm doing. Hopefully you guys are doing well wherever you're at. And I do have a song this time, and I know I usually don't have one, but it was a song that we did at a, I guess you could say a youth retreat, depending on where you're from or where you listen to us and how you know about the kickback, but it was a part in the song that sometimes describe how I be feeling when it comes to my relationship with God. And it says, how did I start? This is a part of it. How did I start to believe you weren't sufficient for me? Why did I talk myself out of seeing miracles? Then it goes on to say, you are more than able. Who am I to deny what the Lord can do? And some days things just be happening in life. And I'd be like, where is God in the midst of this craziness or midst this craziness? And other days I'm like, why am I sizing him like that? Like he not going to come through as he always does. So that's what I got for y'all. But I'm going to turn it over to two lovely ladies, Sharika, Sabrina. How y'all feeling? What's y'all temp like this week? I'm feeling so much better than last week. You got all can probably tell by my voice. I don't sound as froggy. Although Sharika did say I sounded sweet last week. And Sharika, I'm still living off that high. When I want to say a rude thing, I'm Aww. like, not with this sweet voice. You better stay an angel. <laughs> so thank you, friend. Uh, my tent would be sunny and 75. I'm doing so good. And this morning I had my annual doctor's appointment. And anytime I have a doctor's appointment during the day, it means I get to drop Doug off at work. And I feel like such a little soccer mom. And he did the cutest thing when he got out of the car. <laughs> he hit me with the peace sign. I was like, what is this? I don't know. He, he never does that. But it just gave me all the feels today and Filled me with so much joy just to see him hop out the car, give me a little kiss goodbye, and hit me with a cute little peace sign. So I'm feeling happy about that. Uh, My song is a Kanye song. Please don't beat me up, y'all. Let's separate the artist from the music at this moment. Uh, Because I feel like my temp is Moon from Donda. Have y'all heard this one? I don't think I know that one. Oh, Sharika, it is so good. Like, I've never done drugs. That's not really my vibe. But I imagine the drugs that people take where, like, it doesn't take them to, like, crackhead level, but they're just chilled out and they actually like it. I imagine this song is like that. It immediately just, like, puts me in this altered state of calm and chillness and just reflecting about my life and the universe and the world. It's just really cool. The lyrics that stand out to me are in the first verse, not the first line, because the guy says, here we go, strapping we up. And I'm not strapping anywhere. I don't have my permit to carry. I'm assuming that is about like strapping, right? Evie, I think you would be the closest to know the street lingo over Sharika and I. Strapping is like getting your gun ready, right? Yes, typically. Right. Right. And it's a, it doesn't even match the vibe of the song, but it's still great. He says, here we go, strapping we up. Never forget all the memories. Sit and I sip in my cup, thinking I should be a better me. Truly, I'm blessed from the start. So much to say in these melodies. And I love that because I feel like that's like my life. Like, I'm just always striving to be the best version of myself. And I look a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and I'm like, you know what, Sabrina? You're constantly becoming a better version of yourself. And I'm here for that. And not just like, that's not just about like, oh, I accomplished this thing at 
school or, you know, got this degree or did this thing at work. But like as a Christian, especially I'm constantly trying to be more like Jesus, even though my voice sounds sweet, sometimes my actions aren't. But I will say always uh, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. And I'm becoming who I want to be. And in the tradition of faith that I am in, we would refer to that as holiness, right? So just living that life of holiness and just being blessed from the start. Like, I feel like I just have such a beautiful, blessed life. And I know a lot of that is from walking with the Lord. But that song, that vibe, plus my birthday month is right around the corner. And I'm one of those people in my heart. I just feel it's like, I think we've talked about this before. It's like another new year, like my personal New Year's, um, reflecting on everything that happened when I was the age before and everything that's to come in my new big age at the very end of the month. So that's my temp, feeling good, feeling great. I want to go to the moon. Sharika, listen to that song. It's awesome. Okay. I will take your um suggestion and I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I always... There are a lot of Kanye songs that are really great, so I don't put put anything past this one. Um, my temp, what is my temp, y'all? My temp is okay. I think I am eighty to nine, and um, I'm just tired. Anybody? I feel like I want a vacation. Like, and Loki, I took two days off last week, but I wasn't like really on vacation. I was entertaining family, but. I want to go somewhere. I want to do something. I don't know what the things are and I don't know where I want to go, but I want to go somewhere and I want to do something. Or actually, I really want to go somewhere and do nothing. I think that's what it is. But I'm excited for life, you know, just because, just because. Um, I have a song. My song is How Deep, How Deep the Father's Love for Us. We are gearing up in the Christian faith. For Holy Week next week and preparing, you know, I can't believe like this Sunday's Palm Sunday, next Sunday's Easter. It's just wild. I feel like I can't believe we're here already. It feels like the year is just going by so fast, I guess. Everyone says the older you get, the faster time seems to fly. And so here we go. I'm old, I guess. So I just am like, (laughs) we're here already. So as we gear up for Easter, you know, and Holy Week, this song says, how deep the father's love for us, how vast beyond all measures that he would give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain of searing loss. The father turns his face away as wounds, which mar the chosen one, bring many sons to glory. And that's the whole Easter story right there. And just in that verse, but the song goes on to talk about Jesus on the cross and all the things. But you know, as Evie was saying, like, I so resonated with that. It's like, sometimes you'd be like, really, Lord? And then sometimes you'd be like, how dare I? Like, I've been in that state with the Lord for the past, like, I don't even know how much, how many, I wouldn't even say it's months. It's at years this point, you know, you, you and your feelings and you feel away. And then you're like, well, I know the Lord is, you know, the Lord and he got my back and he's in the midst and he's working all the things out. And we talked a little bit about, you know, some of my struggles last, um, last week on the podcast, but, you know, sometimes you do really just got to take it back to the facts of the matter and what Christ did for us and, you know, the sacrifice that he gave and to know that his love for us is deep. And so that's my song and my tip today. It is deep, friend. And I love that. Do you have anything to express today, Evie? Last week, we miss you. And in your absence, we got this really nice session from Sharika called Sharika Expresses. So is this going to be a weekly thing? Are you going to update the people? Is it as you feel? Well, uh, I did not plan on doing my expresses. You know, I just did that. And, you know, so that EB spot, not that I could, I'm not feeling EB spot, but I didn't want it to be so cold. So I just wanted to put a little something there to keep the spot warm. But um, I have no (laughs) updates really other than y'all just keep your girl in your prayers because, you know, I'm going through the things. But, yeah, I, I maybe, you know, if I do have updates from time to time, I might express a thing here or there. But I just wanted to keep EB spot a little warm. So, y'all, I know he, y'all were missing him. And I just didn't want y'all to be like, dang, I, I'm not going to expound because I'm not EB, but I can express a few things. So, 
We'll see. <laughs> well, I have a little update for the yes. people with our Selena. Yes, I've been waiting. Drama. So, and remember, everything you hear from Sabrina is like outskirts, leftover crumbs on the table because I don't seek this information out. I don't have a Twitter don't have an Instagram and my Facebook is a limited thing. Like I don't even have the Facebook app on my phone anymore. But even with all that, it still got to me that now Haley follows Selena. You know, last week we talked about how Selena made a post like Haley reached out to me and said she's receiving death threats. So, you know, let's not bully. I feel like Haley's been bullied now to the point where she is following her husband's ex so that her husband's ex-fans quit harassing her. I know if I was Haley, I wouldn't follow Selena or anybody that rhymed with Selena. I'm sorry. My cousin's name Selena, not following you either. Because you are not going to put me in this situation. Maybe Haley wasn't following her for a reason. Maybe they didn't have that kind of relationship. Honestly, if I was at that level of fame, I probably would just have a Finsta. And who cares about my real mm, one? So maybe that's mm-hmm. why. Maybe Haley has a Finsta with her real real ones there but once again the (laughs) drama is escalating and this is where we're at we're now at the point where Haley has come to selena woman to woman behind closed doors and selena's just posting out loud to the world and being like blase blase that's my little selena update for this week hopefully i won't have any more i don't think i will but we'll see also didn't realize palm sunday was this sunday can't wait to wear my palm sunday shirt to church Oh yeah. <laughs> Girl, I thought you were gonna say you had a Palm Sunday outfit. I'm like, well, what does that entail? But I do remember your Palm Sunday shirt. That is my Palm Sunday outfit because when I used to be in the business of music and arts ministry, and it was a business, y'all. Don't let anybody tell you different. I wish I would love to say it was just, oh, whatever flows from the heart and praise be to God. No, it wasn't like that. But when I was in that one Sunday where we had a big event. Uh, the young people I was working with were doing this piece and they all got Palm Sunday shirts for the piece and we had some extra. So now every Palm Sunday, I wear mine for as long as I can. So there and we go. Usually you and Doug be matching and it is so cute. The, yeah. One of the rare times that is really not my husband's vibe. Mm. He's not an individualist. According, according to the Enneagram, he's a nine, which means he can for the most part and will choose to for the most part go with the flow but he really doesn't love to match with me so there's some little backdoor dealings that I have to finagle when it comes to (laughs) that sort of thing and here's the thing guys my husband adorable like literally sometimes I watch him fall asleep on the couch and it makes me want to have like 10 million kids because I'm like is this what having a kid is like because he's just so cute and I could just watch him sleep all day but then reality hits me and I'm like no I'm good for right now in this season this is nothing like what having a kid will be like uh but anyway Mm. he also dresses very much like his mom gave him all his sibling older sibling stuff as a hand down and he doesn't care like he'll when I first met him he was wearing jeans like five sizes too big it's the cargo shorts like we've talked about it's all those things and I was like oh my gosh babe you are so cute but you could easily be fine if you would like let me metrosexual you up a little bit like let me do your eyebrows let me find find you like some fitted jeans because my husband has a beautiful physique but he just doesn't like some people truly don't care about that stuff. Mine and doesn't he, care either. Right. And he is one of them. But praise God from whom all blessings flow. Every once in a while, I get an end. And I have an end this weekend where because we are going to an event, a celebratory event, and it's for someone else, and it came with the dress code. I was mm-hmm. able to get in. I have my small wins. So I'm so <laughs> excited. I really hope everything gets here in time so that I can dress him in the way like that I see in my head that I'm like, babe, you're going to be looking so cute. I might have to like turn Selena on some girls. because <laughs> He just looks so cute. You know, clothes that fit. Those are nice, you know? A cute little sneaker a nice little edge up like I made him an appointment at a really nice barbershop down the street from the house like he always just goes 
to like supercut seven dollars. He doesn't care if they mess up his hairline. I'm like, babe, I will love you no matter what, but don't you want me to look at you and be like, dang, like that's he's fine. Like, <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see. Eb, we know you don't have that issue. You and Judith always look amazing, amazing, and I know Judith doesn't have that issue because you know how to dress, like. Have you always been like that? Did your other siblings bully you and make you like that? or That was definitely part of it. Like, you come from a culture, um, not just being a Haitian, but, like, so nickname for my high school or nickname for our town, Winter Haven, was kind of like Winter Haitians because of the amount Mm. of Haitians that's within this city. Um, So you had, of course, some people who, and it's not just Haitians, it's just different demographics or different ethnicities or different cultural backgrounds who don't care. And I won't say don't care. They're in the same boat of a Doug who are nonchalant, what, how they move or how they go throughout life. And it's like, whatever for them. Um, but for me being the last of 13, and I was actually telling somebody this yesterday, the last five kids that my mom and dad had, had were all boys. So a lot of what they did, you know, I just simply mimic or copied mm. because that was kind of like the cool thing. So like, they wore J's, I wore J's. They wore a polo, I wore a polo. They wore a duckhead, I wore a duckhead. They were Adichie, I wore a Adichie. They were Jabos, I wore Jabos. Like, it was just like a, they wore Tommy, I wore Tommy. And so whatever it kind of was, it was like, that was the style. And now granted, because of just their connections in life, it was also the style of, I guess you could say, the people of, um, of the culture, so to speak. Or mm-hmm. that was like the thing that was in. So it was definitely easier than when you wore certain things, whether it be knockoff, whether it be Bobos, whether it be Walmart, Payless, shoes that wasn't it. Like, you would know fairly quickly because, like, people, you know, rip, rank, joke, jive, have it choke around on other individuals. And after a while, you're like, oh, I can't wear this. Or, ooh, the way they're talking about so-and-so over there, I better make sure I go ahead and throw those out the closet because they won't be getting put on my feet or they won't be getting put on my back so it's definitely part of it of just having older siblings who help guide you and then also having a flavor for yourself because there's some people who can make and i say the most basic stuff but you know you don't always i tell people all the time like you would rarely see me in like the big time designer stuff like you won't see me in balenciagas or louis or gucci or any of those things but i know how to make things um, happen with what I do have. So you can ball on a budget or within your means and still look, um, I would say in my eyes, and I'm saying my eyes, not everybody else's, in my eyes still look presentable. But if you feel confident in what you have on, like you just have to move with that confidence. Like you'll never see EB wearing the same stuff that Kanye wears. But Kanye moves with such a confidence that it lends people to be like, oh, that's interesting. That's intriguing. Or some people will say that's trash and that's hideous and I would never wear that. Um, but, but you have to have that confidence in yourself where some people, they just kind of throw on whatever and they have no sense of confidence in themselves and they'll, they'll hit you with it. Well, I don't care what people think. Yeah, you also don't care what you think because we can clearly see that. Um, but you have to, you, like, if you can move with confidence, it makes a lot of things. It, it makes things much easier for yourself on top of what other people see in you. You know what? That's very much facts, EB, because just like I told you and Sharika a couple of weeks ago, coming for dad because clearly he bagged me with the flip-flops and the cargo shorts so clearly it wasn't wasn't that big of a problem and part of it was his confidence because on that third date I think I said this before he told me he was going to make me fall in love with him and we were going to get married and I was like oh this poor little soul I will you are not the man for me that that was very sweet (laughs) and now look at me caught up I just can't see. I I just can't imagine Doug being like as bold as Doug is. Only reason why I I, I say that because like Doug with around new people is more reserved and shy. And on your third date, he felt comfortable enough to say that. I'm like, okay. Sharika, on our first date, I probably said five words. The Doug (laughs) I met is not the same Doug that my friends met. And I know that because he was so different around my friends that Tracy was like, uh, I just thought you'd be with someone more confident than him. And I wanted to be like, no, like what you're getting is not what I don't even know the man that you're seeing. But it really was his, you know, Edie talked about his faith at the beginning of today's pod. And my husband, he hadn't been in church in like seven years. And when his first time in church in seven years, I was preaching from the pulpit on a Sunday. 
there was just such a great divide and he just felt so uncomfortable and he was just living a life that wasn't, you know, most of the decisions, not exactly what the Holy Spirit will lead you to be doing. And he felt the weight of that. Even though my friends, very open community, kind, some of them were making the same choices as Doug, but neither here nor there. It's just, he just felt like, I'm not sure that I fit in with these people. Um, so if you don't know my husband, and if you are new, you will have a totally different perspective of who he actually is. But that's one of the things that I love about him and myself. And I know I've talked about this before, too. I love when people, like, judge a book by the, its cover when it comes to me, like, oh, she's going to be this way. And it's like, no, you don't actually know me. And you probably will never get to if you judge me like that. And when people do that to my husband, I find it laughable. I've had people say the craziest things to me when it comes to my husband, like, uh, why him? Or how does it work? And it's like, honestly, you don't need to know how it works because mm. you don't pay any of our bills and you're not in bed with us, nor will you ever be. So I don't need them to understand. And they're not people like if Sharika came to me and said that or my mother or I would like, I would listen. <laughs> right. You would never. But I would hope if I had made a harmful choice, any oh, choice, yeah. not just a partner. Mm-hmm. And Sharika was in my wedding. I would hope Sharika would be like, girl. Yeah. And hopefully long before the wedding, like this yeah. is not the one, like don't do this to yourself. Or if you decide to do this, there you're never trapped. You can always get away. You know what I'm saying? I would mm-hmm. hope, but these people aren't coming to me in that spirit. It's just a spirit of judgment over mm-hmm. somebody they don't know and over what they think I need in my life and they they don't know. So I'm, sorry. I'm no, I'm a person that loves people with layers. I love like that I feel like that's definitely like my husband like people have like see him they don't know how to read him sometimes they get one perspective of him but then like the more you know him like there's so many layers there so I get that uh I want to go back to the matching thing EB now I've seen you and Judith coordinate how do you feel about matching yeah, so we, you'll see us coordinate, but you won't, like, and it depends on how you, so w- do you define our coordinating as matching or? Well, I say that's coordinating because y'all like, I'll never forget the green suit. That's by far my best EB outfit I've ever seen. I love that green suit. You had a gold, my wife's gold dress. That's coordinating to me. Matching, I see, say like you're wearing the same, whether it's the same shirt or shoes or things like that. Like, I know, I think I've seen y'all wear the same shoes, but like, I'm like, I, like for me, if I want to match like my husband, I would like, I would go like toe to toe matching or I would do definitely like maybe same color shirt, I'm um, the same kind of shirt, maybe same shoes and maybe different bottoms. I don't know. Yeah. So we've done that um, on times of like, you know, vacations typically where it's like, you know, I'm with her and then it's like, I'm her on her shirt or something like yeah. that. Or I prayed for Aww. a woman like her and her shirt says I'm her. Um Aww. Love it. Which is a lot of Black-owned businesses that have those. Um, shout out to Brand Ave. That's one of the places that we get a lot of stuff from. But it's stuff like that that I would do. And of course, we because we have a decent amount of... This might sound crazy. Um, but because we have a lot of shoes, we have a tendency of sometimes wearing the same shoes. Love but it. sometimes it's unintentional. And I say oh. unintentional, where like I would leave the house and then she end up leaving the house with the same shoes or I already be dressed. And then she wouldn't necessarily always see me because I'll be in the living room and she's getting ready. She's like, Oh, I didn't know you were wearing that. And we're like, well, too late now. Um, Cause I'm not changing. And typically she's not changing either. Um, but it has been times where like, I'll see her with a sh- pair of shoes on and it's just different where I'd be like, well, I'm not wearing those. Cause she got those on. And I don't want people to think like this was intentional because that's not necessarily <laughs> our vibe. Um, but we definitely coordinate often, but we don't mm-hmm. necessarily match often and it's not that we wouldn't we wouldn't it just we don't necessarily go out of our way unless it's vacation like you would rarely see us like in town or just a regular dinner or kicking it with friends mm-hmm. like hey we're gonna wear the same thing unless it was kind of like a thematic a thing of somebody them. telling us that this was preferred or this mm-hmm. was the option like even right now um you know can't get into too many details but because just because i don't know I know it'll likely drop Saturday, but I don't know the time. And mm-hmm. I actually found out this past week that she actually listened to the podcast. I didn't know that. Oh, she did um, <laughs> Like literally hopping. <laughs> like we, so, uh, which is crazy because I literally never know, as long as we've been recording, never knew that. 
Um, but trying to always continue to figure out how do you coordinate or how do you match uh, at certain times. So um, as I think about just upcoming stuff of thinking, what would this look like for us? Um, but so I'll just leave it at that just because I don't know when this will release and I don't know how adamant she is on listening when it drops or not. <laughs> and, but it was just crazy because literally like, that was one of the first times I, because you know, I usually don't listen to my own voice, but to hear you guys, and she was like, "You wasn't on." I was like, "No, I was when we, when they recorded we was at youth council." And she was like, "Oh, I didn't like, I didn't know y'all did." That. I was like, "Yeah, we got a few episodes." She was like, "Oh yeah, because y'all did it last time when this and that. <laughs> I was like, and "I was like, oh, you listen," and then you know, <laughs> looked at her phone and definitely seen played, 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 played. I'm like, "Oh, Aww. she listens," and it's typically not when I'm around, of course, because I would have, I never knew. Literally hopped in her car, and you know how that Bluetooth just automatically hook up. Yep, heard the kickback, and I was like, "Huh, what you?" And she's like, "I be listening to y'all." I'm like, "Oh, didn't know." Now I know. Hey, friend. Hey, girl. Hey. We will have Judith on an episode, so no worries. Mm -hmm. We are planning to have an episode with our spouses. I think Judith will be very happy to chat with us. For me, is that my husband is so nonchalant and low-key. He's going to be like, but why? Because one thing he doesn't do (laughs) is listen to this podcast or any. (laughs) So we'll we'll make it happen. Um, I will say I love to see couples match. My parents do it a lot and it just fills me with such joy, but they like go all out. Like she'll have the black hoodie with the crown that says queen. His will say king. And I'm like, okay, Rocky Mount, calm down. Like <laughs> y'all are too cute. Um, I love the vacation matching EB because sometimes when you're on vacation, especially if you're like in a romantic destination, I like when people know that's fine. You know, mm. I know that I know the vibes, but this one's mine. Don't look too long. So I love that too. I I think it is so cute when people match. And if it was me, like if me and my husband had the same shoes and I saw he was going out in them, I would secretly be like, Oh, well then I'll be wearing mines today too, because I'm I would love to match. And it's very like I can't even I can't even tell you a time we've, we've never matched intentionally. One time we got close to, we, we got, we coordinated one time on accident, low key purposefully on my part, but he didn't know. And he was not happy about that. But yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> like, you know what? I can't wait to have a kid because I'll be matching my child. My husband, he'll, he'll be left out because we'll be matching. <laughs> hey, Sheen has the cutest like mother daughter. My friends who are parents, I love to gift them with a little mother-daughter, mother-son outfit because they're so cute. So I had this, okay, so E.B. was saying something and it made me think of this quote that I heard and I want to hear what you guys think. So when E.B. was talking, he was saying like, oh, you know, you know, about how like, okay, he may, you know, he may not dress like Kanye or things like that. And um, it made me think about the Yeezys and, okay, this is the quote I hear. People say, People are not, um, people don't, what people's, okay, people's first impressions, impressions are really not what attraction is. Attraction is repetition. Have you ever heard like anybody say something like that? Interesting. Elaborate. Yeah, I'll say I've never heard that. Okay. So I heard this like on a, I don't know, I think it was a podcast or something. And I was like, hmm. But then I start to believe that it's true because they're like, think about, um, Like, think about, oh, for you guys, think about summer camp. You're at summer. You see people, like, your first week orientation, you're looking around when you were a kid, teenager, and you're like, nobody look good this summer. Ain't nobody cute. But by the summer, there's, like, somebody, you're like, oh, my gosh, this person looks so good. And they basically were saying that. They were like, it's not that. It was like, they say, like, when you see a face or see an image like over and over again, you start to become attracted to like, that's where the attraction builds. It's not usually like, I mean, yeah, of course you see somebody maybe for the first time and it's immediate attraction, but what really becomes attractive to people is repetition, seeing something over and over again. And so when you were talking about the clothes, I was like the Yeezys, like um, when I first initially saw those or like people may say Crocs or things like that, they look ugly. But when you start seeing people wear them a lot and you start seeing them, you're like, they're not that bad or you things start to change once you start to see them over and over again do you find that to be true i can see where people get that but for me it's still like for at least for me um 
certain things are just going to always be ugly to me. Now, his shoes, not all of them. Some of them are um, hideous. And then others just look like regular tennis shoes. They just happen to have his brand on them. But the ones that look like, um, I don't know what to call them, but the big bulky ones with the holes all through them. Look like, like, a, like a, a skeleton shell? Yeah. Like a like, fancy like, crop? Yeah, like the fancy croc. They remind me of throwback female shoes like the Melissa's. Um, where like I can see your sweat through them, I can see your oh, feet. Oh, the uh, the jellies. I don't know what they was. I just called They're them like Melissa's because they had Melissa's. Yep. Because because you can see the sweat, you can see the person's skin, oh you can see it. God. It just looks disgusting. The same thing with Crocs. Like I don't like Crocs, and I see Crocs all the time. <laughs> um, so for other people, I know that yes, I think repetition could lead people to get attracted to certain things, whether it be people or certain places, destinations. Um things that they see but for me it like it's kind of like not a dead on once i say it's ugly it's ugly because definitely things can grow on an individual but there are certain things that i guess in my mind i would never be um attracted to yeah it's you know and so but i could see why because you start to see it more and then for people right sometimes people just grow on you when Mm -hmm. you start hearing them they speak and be like oh well he's probably not or she's that individual is probably not the finest person, but they're very articulate or they're probably not the finest person, but they have a sense of humor. They're probably not the finest person, but this, that, and the third. And then you start finding, I guess, little things or commonalities in a person. And then that could lead to attraction, of course. Um, and that was a good analogy that you gave from, um, I guess you could say for summer camp, cause that's the same thing with summer camp with schools, with jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I hate this job. And like, you only been here for a week. Like, you know, like you, you haven't had a chance to meet the rest of the staff. You haven't had a chance to like, which I don't ever care for it, but you haven't had a chance to sit and dine with people at a potluck. Um, You haven't had a chance to see them outside of work. But then after a while, you'll see people who they met at work and they become best friends or you they met on um a dating site and they become best friends or they met at a shindig that had nothing to do at work, even though they work together. And they're like, oh, man, we've been working together for the past five years and I never do like you were this funny. And it's like, yeah, because I go to work to work. I don't go to work to play with you. You know, Amen. like, you know, you have those type of spaces um, with people or like for me, like I've met some of my best friends through summer camp. But like even at camp, like our relationships kind of grew past that. Like it was mm. after summer camp. It's like, dang, like even right now, and I try to encourage some of the young people who have a chance to miss ministering to or mentoring or leading now, like, Hey, yes, you get to work at camp. Like, don't spend your money on dumb stuff at the mall. Like, take mm. a trip post the summer if you're going to blow your money. Like, make create memories with your friends. And I'm thinking of myself, who I worked at the same camp for five summers. And I'm like, I'm watching some of the people I lead now who literally hop on a flight after camp or in the middle, go go have a weekend getaway or get a hotel. And I'm like, I was just going to the mall in the movies, blowing my check, doing mm. nothing with my summer money. And they live in a whole... I guess you could say a more grand life, but I can definitely see how repetition could lead to a deeper interest in something or someone. Listen, I remember those summers. You'd be like, ain't nobody cute here. And then you'd be like, oh, you see so-and-so three weeks in. They're like, oh, he's so cute. Or that's my little boyfriend now. And you'd be like, two weeks ago, you say you ain't nobody look good here. And now you come out, this guy look good or this person look good. So I do think that like the more you see something or you just get more comfortable and you get more familiar with it and that is i i think where attraction can grow now there are things you're right evie when you i seen it today tomorrow and forevermore every time i see it i will be like it's a no for me but then there's some things you'd be like oh, i had no anticipation of this and that i feel like that about my husband like my when i first saw him i was like oh, i didn't have any like oh my gosh but now you can't tell me nothing. I'd be looking at that man like, mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not lucky. I like, I just like the, it's just like you just build that attraction, of course, and all the other things, like you said, personality and how they, you know, they're, how they treat you and all the things do go into it. But he ain't never looked better to me than the day he, then this morning when I saw him last. <laughs> Aww. So, um, but I thought, but I did think that was interesting because I do think that, and I thought that about the Yeezys, like I, how everyone, like they're so ugly, they're ugly. But now, like I see, like my cousins have them, my brother have them, like they all, they, they all were not the, the, um, the slides is what I'm talking about, the slides. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really like them, but now I'm like, I don't think I'm buying a pair of Yeezys, but I could see myself in a pair of Yeezys, but I do hear they're also very comfortable too. So 
Hmm, we'll see. Yeah, it's a no for me. For me, if something's ugly, it remains ugly, but I can acknowledge if it has grown on me, especially Mm -hmm. if I think about some maybe guys in the past that I had a crush on. Like, I can have a crush on someone and admit at the same time that, you know, they're not the most beautiful person in the world. Really? (laughs) Absolutely. My sorority sisters, maybe it was like two months ago. I wish sometimes other people that know me well could be a fly on the wall in these group chats with my sorority sisters because <laughs> it's just great and fun and we're like family and we always choose one person they're getting clowned so a couple months ago I was getting clowned because they're like Sabrina your taste sucks and it all started because Portia was saying that comedians aren't attractive and they're just funny and she was like you can't name any attractive comedians and I was like yes you can Bernie Mac is cute and they're like Ew, no, he is not cute at all. But in Bernie, I had a crush on him, but I also think he has a beautiful smell. And I also just think he's attractive. So then we went down this long road and we were mainly talking black comedians. I don't, I can't even think of a white comedian that is halfway cute, but I think a lot of them are very attractive. And then they're like, yeah, but remember in college when you were like this person and you like this person, so we can't trust you. And I was like, that's fair. This person that I like was ugly a little bit. But I really like their personality. <laughs> Did you think they were ugly when you liked them? Yes, a little bit. Because oh. it's not just just because for me, though, the personality can. And for people who've never met or seen my husband on the podcast, don't think I promise he's adorable. <laughs> but for me, if I think the Yeezys are ugly, but very comfortable, I may still get them. I wouldn't just because I'm not paying that much for a shoe, but mm-hmm. I would acknowledge like, hey, yeah, these are ugly, but they're comfortable. So, you know, F off. If a guy <laughs> is ugly, I'm going to be able to say like, oh, I mean, I don't think he's fine. He's not a 10, but he makes me laugh and he loves the Lord and we're having all the fun together. I don't need my person to be in this conversation a 10, Okay. <laughs> Because mm. anything could happen to anybody. Beauty is fleeting. Mm. Isn't that what Proverbs 31 yeah. says? Like, you know, a woman, charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised, right? Not just women, men. Okay, you might marry somebody who's a, a, a 100 on a scale of 10. And then they get in a car accident and their face gets jacked up. Are you going to leave them? No. And you'll say things like, they're beautiful to me. Or you might be like, yeah, their face is jacked up. But that's still my person. And you better not say anything about it. Like, I'm not going to lie about what my eyes see. But what my heart feels, that's a different thing. And the heart wants what it wants. I can't control it. So, yeah. Even when I was a kid going to camp, I didn't have the camp goggles. Because if somebody was ugly to me in the beginning, they didn't suddenly become beautiful. I I would use terms like, oh, this person has grown on me. Meaning, I don't think they're that cute, but they have grown on me. Listen, when I like you, you now beautiful to me. I don't see the what what you were, when you was looking, and then when it's over, you ugly back again. Like <laughs> when I went to you, you look good, and when it's over, you don't look good no more. Mm, nah, if you were ugly, you ugly, and that's okay. <laughs> I guess I never thought I liked anybody that looked beautiful. ugly. Of course, because you like them. But you're saying you can look at them and be like, yeah, they're not that attractive, but I like them. I'd be like, no, I think they're attractive. Absolutely. That's That's Jay-Z to me. Jay-Z is unattractive to me. I know you think he's attractive. And that's why beauty's in the eyes of a holder. But (laughs) I don't look at him and think, oh, my gosh, like, he is fine. Like, no. But when he's rapping and his swag and in his interviews, like, there's something Right. There's something about mm-hmm. and probably his confidence and his swagger in general that I'm attracted to, but it's not his face. Period. It will never be. I don't look at his face and think he is hot. No, <laughs> not at all. Now, Morris Chestnut, I know nothing about his personality. I've only seen him acting and I think that man is fine and beautiful. He is fine. beautiful to me, despite and maybe his personality is trash. Now, the opposite has happened for me. Mm -hmm. If somebody has, if somebody is like fine, but then their personality is trash, I don't know what happens to my eyes or maybe just I care about that stuff so much and how people treat other people. Like 
that can make a fine man ugly to me and they will not be fine again. But if someone's ugly and they're amazing to people, they're still going to be ugly, but I appreciate that they're amazing to people. Sorry. I can't change what my eyes see. I can't do it. Uh, I I look through the eyes of the heart. E.B., do you have anything final on this before we talk about what the Bible says with Sabrina? Nah, I think y'all hit it on the head. So, E.B., does the I want to know for you, does it do the looks change once you like the person? Or like like if you like, oh, this person's cool or like their personality, do they change for you like me or is it with you, like Sabrina? They ugly today, they ugly tomorrow, but I like them. Oh, definitely. I would say, you know, it like as, as far as like attractive uh, physical attraction, yeah, if you ugly, you ugly. Like that's not necessarily changing. Unless you having like surgery or it's like, oh, you're you straight, but you look way better when you put on makeup or don't do that makeup again because you look terrible. Like you look like a ghost now. Um, because there's some people who do that. Like you look better without the makeup. So there's definitely that. But if we're just talking about a basic, I say a basic, not a basic individual. I don't think people mm-hmm. are necessarily basic, though people can have a tendency of being basic. But you waking up, you just doing your normal, taking a shower. I won't say normal because some people wearing makeup is normal for them. Um, there are people who will look the same with or without any added things to them. And for most people how you look today in my eyes is how you'll look tomorrow mm-hmm. like you don't necessarily change over time or because i have a vested interest in you or a deeper feelings in you it's just like oh i have an interest in you but you're still ugly. <laughs> that's that's definitely possible exactly now question jesus was he ugly or beautiful i don't know because i've never seen him but as Some far as his personality people. and his impact on life, he's an amazing individual. He's next right. level. I also exactly. don't think that, I, I also don't think, well, never mind, because th- we got that today. I was about to say, I definitely don't think a lot of people would be following an ugly person around, but never mind, because we have that in today's world. <laughs> oh so. my gosh. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I just said that because I heard a comedian once going in about how, like, the Bible never said, physical characteristics for everything. They said, actually, the Bible refers to him as somebody that, you know, didn't make people go, woohoo, when you saw him. You know, it was just like, hey, there's Jesus. I also saw on Twitter, they were debating if he was broke or not. Was he a scrub mm-hmm. or was he not a scrub? And that had me rolling too. He was in between. <laughs> I think he was broke. So he was broke because he ain't had nowhere to stay. He ain't had no money and the type of job that he had. That's he what was, made I say in broke. between. But he was no. in between because he also could make anything happen. Like, whatever you need. You need a meal? I got that. You need to take a flight somewhere? You need to travel? We can make that happen. You need your family to be here? That's nothing. We got water? Oh, y'all want to drink water? You want to drink the finest wine? I got that on deck, too. Like Exactly. So, so that will make him rich because he can make anything happen. Like, And that's what we typically see in the world. I ain't talking about, like, the Bill Gates or whoever of, like, oh, they own these many assets or they have this. It's the people who can make things happen where you'll be like, oh, I don't know how he do it, but he make it always happen. Like, he can't be broke. His bank account might be broke, but because he's always there, bills are paid, like, there's no way that he's a scrub, like, because you've never seen him in a sense of deficiency. (laughs) Shrika, when he needed the coin to pay the tax, he told his disciples to just go in the ocean and open the fish mouth and the coin was there and the coin was there like my he never had no problems never. Yes. and he my had, had many mansions a donkey when he wanted guess what even but in he death, didn't have they, those things he would go and get them when they were needed so is he didn't have them like if he he had to, you had to go to the fish or he said go if you go down this road there's gonna be a donkey tied up go get that donkey like he would just get what he needed at the moment but he didn't possess these things with him and and that's why i think he was broke he was broke he was resourceful but he was broke he didn't have the things because he didn't need the thing interesting well thank you twitter for the last about jesus being a scrub or jesus being not a scrub that brought me lots of joy the now i wouldn't say he's a scrub no don't call my lord no scrub though. <laughs> well they called call him something him worse she called she, what they called him was a broke a n-words oh I didn't even go that far. I thought Scrub was like cleaning that up a little bit. <laughs> I just said he didn't have the money, but he was, he, his character was intact. Oh, 
you care you can be unhome with great character. I said exactly, unhome because scrub has a now they're saying character. you can't say homeless. <laughs> okay, sure, it does. Maybe some of the disciples were scrub. Definitely um Judas. <laughs> Hanging on the right of his passing. And, and the one that wanted to be on the right hand and the left hand, mm-hmm. I think they were scrubs too. Oh. I was trying to get on the right Hanging and the left on the side. side of his passenger's ride. Trying to, okay, there it is. Um <laughs> yeah, but some of them had money though, because the tax collector and the way he in the unholy ways some of them definitely had bread mm-hmm. but let me stop getting off topic i have a quick scripture for us today was not the original plan but because of the topic i thought it was very fitting and i did highlight in this in my bible because i thought it was funny from proverbs verse 22 like a gold ring and a pig's snout is a beautiful face on an empty head just remember that y'all sometimes mm. we get pulled in by the beauty well not we we're all married so we're good And I do sympathize for people in the dating world because it's hot garbage out there. The things y'all go through, it's wild. Um, Just remember, your partnership with somebody for life is so much more than just what they're going to be looking like. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that go into a healthy marriage. And it's great when you're attracted to that person. That's a huge bonus and a plus but make sure their head has some substance in it and it's not just empty Edie, what are you expounding on today um it's a lot of stuff going on in the world and so it won't be necessarily one thing that i'm expounding on outside of um just a tragedy that we just recently saw mm. in nashville depending on you know where you're from or if you're hiding under a rock or if you don't watch news um it's just funny to and i say funny it's definitely not funny about the death it's funny to continue to see where we're at as a society and how these things continue to happen time and time again. And it's just like, oh, this probably will never end. Um, I think I saw something the other day and I don't want to misquote it, but it was something along the lines of how I want to say it's like 89 or so days or 86 days in and we've had 86 um, or so school shootings at the time of reading it. Um, and that's just this year, school shootings in the U.S., so we're not talking about um, accidental deaths in other places. We're not talking about mass shootings in other places. We're not talking about um, gang violence in areas all across our country, but we're just talking about school shootings. Um, and it just continues to just show how we, and I'm saying we, cause I live here, I pay taxes here. I, in the best way, support law enforcement officer because that's what my taxes, that's what part of my taxes go. We as a society seem to continue to care less about um, a very vulnerable population. And I know some would even say, dare say the most vulnerable population, but you know, you can argue that with those who have um, learning um, dis- some forms of disabilities. You can argue that with elderly, um, however you want to, you know, break that down. But I'll just say a vulnerable population with those who go to school day in and day out, parents who send their kids to school, grandparents, foster homes, um, group homes, however you want to define it, people who send their kids to school. And they're just like, what is going on? Where's my kid at? oh, they didn't make it back home or my spouse didn't make it back home or my relative didn't make it back home. Those who are school um, related professionals who work at these schools will also come to an untimely demise in some way, shape or form. Um, In Florida specifically, um, I know our Florida house had passed for, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're arguing it today at the time of this recording for permitless carry in the state of Florida. And what that essentially means is people who no training, right? No classes, no courses of how to, I guess you say, properly um, arm themselves or properly fire a, a firearm or fire a, a fire a weapon can just go purchase one out of the store or take one out of mom or dad's cabinet. And if you're over the age of 21, in most cases, and they're trying to bring it down to 18, can just walk outside and have that firearm on them. What was interesting was one of the politicians in our lovely state, which was interesting, um, which was crazy because it was just like, hey, if that's the case, can I have just can we have permanent carry within our house chamber, like here at our Capitol office here in Tallahassee? And of course, that got shot down immediately by the party that's claiming that permanent carry is not a big deal and it does not cause a threat to the masses within the state. And it just shows the hypocrisy of how we continue to move through society. It's like, oh yeah, you can have the right to bear arms, but don't have a right to bear arms within our government facilities or buildings. And it's like, why not? Like, what are you in fear of? The same thing that a lot of people around the world 
especially within this country, are in fear of. And it just shows why it's important for people like us who have the right to vote to not neglect that right um, within your city, whether it be your city councilmen, your local elected officials, your county, your districts, um, your regions, your state, um, before we continue to just pile on everything to just the House of Representatives or the U.S. Senate. Um, alone, but the votes that you make literally every election have a direct correlation of the freedom or lack thereof that you get to possess. So that's all I really got for you right now or for this week on top of just, you can literally just Google top news in the world or top news in America and you, or top news and you can put your city, insert city name or state name and you can just see the need for us to continue to be the light in this world that's full of darkness. So continue to be great, continue to be prayed up, continue to think about those who are less fortunate and less, uh, or who are more vulnerable than you are and find ways that you can help them through this journey called life. That's all I got for you guys this week. Sabrina Sharika, what do you recommend it for the people? Let's see. I'd like to recommend a podcast. I just was introduced to it yesterday and it was so funny and so good. It is called Bad Dates with Jamil. No, Jamila Jamil. If you've ever seen the show, The Good Place, she was the tall, beautiful actress on that show. Uh, the premise is that everybody has had at least one bad date. And everybody can relate to them. And now it's time to laugh at them. I would not say this is family friendly. This is something that you listen to in your adult time if you're into this type of humor. But hearing um, about Conan O'Brien's uh, first date or uh, a famous actress, Wendy McLinden, she's from... Uh, Reno 911, the blonde police lady. She's just so funny. It's a lot of actors or famous comedians or whatever just talking about bad dates that they've been on. And it just made me once again so thankful that I am not in that stage of my life of dating because, wow, people really go through a lot. What are you all recommending today? You know what? I have never, I've never really dated. So that's interesting. But it, it probably would be funny to hear. I'm recommending on Disney Plus Black Travel Across America. And so this lady, she travels like, like, I mean, I'm sure you guys know the term, the green book, which was um, something that used to, in, a, in the past, they used to have these books where Black people knew, you know, what hotels to stay in, where they could eat and things like that, where they could be safe. So it's kind of like that, but also with like modern Black businesses and stuff like that. So it's on Disney Plus and it's called Black Travel Across America. For me, um, I know some of you probably are like, oh, I don't want to watch this, but this is a short, quick watch. It's like 10 to 15 minutes, but it was based on a, um, a grieving parents who are just journeying through the loss of their um, child. And it's on Netflix. And it's, if anything happens, I love you. The fact that that's a thing that has to be out or sometimes even has to be said um, in this world is just, again, it's mind boggling and it's tough, but that's what I got for you guys to check out on Netflix. If anything happens, I love you. And I know we don't always say that to family, but some days, the way how crazy the world is might be something we want to consider so that's all we got anything else any final thoughts no Nate, but that the, that title in the in and of itself has already got me my feelings i love that's it the that's the world we live in <laughs> yeah. all right as always if life tries to knock you down make sure you kick back until next week <laughs>